Hey, it's Amrita. And I'm Anika. We're two high school teenagers who understand that it can be difficult to talk about your problems to someone you barely know. So today, we'll be talking about them for you with eating disorders. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So first we want to start with, what is an eating disorder? So an eating disorder is um, any of a range of psychological disorders characterized by abnormal or disturbed eating habits. Like, just as an example, anorexia nervosa. Um, And we want to talk a little bit more about those examples. Starting off with anorexia nervosa, it's characterized primarily by self-starvation and excessive weight loss. And other people will usually see you as thin, but people with anorexia don't see themselves that way. They commonly lose weight through fasting, excessive exercise, or purging. Um, the phys- there can be lasting physical symptoms like the loss of at least 15% of body weight, the intense fear of weight gain, distorted body image, and in females, loss of three consecutive menstrual periods, and the insistence of keeping weight below a healthy minimum. And these are like really serious and it could potentially even be deadly. But it's also important to note the emotional symptoms like irritability, social withdrawal, lack of mood or emotion, not being able to understand the seriousness of the situation and the fear of eating in public and obsessions with food and exercise. So um, another eating disorder, um, bulimia nervosa, is characterized by binge eating and then purging through abusing laxatives, forced vomiting, or even excessive exercise. Um, Some of the emotional symptoms are low self-esteem, loss of control, guilt or shame uh, for withdrawal from family and eating, Um, and then there's physical damage too, which harms the digestive system and like bowel movements and stuff. Um, as well as your teeth and acid reflux because of the constant purging. Then there's also dehydration and possibly even heart failure and death, which could also be a um, symptom or effect of anorexia nervosa. So there's also binge eating disorder known as BED, and that's when you have a loss of control over your eating. Um, You can eat a very large amount of food in a short time, but Um, Unlike the other eating disorders, people with binge eating disorder don't purge after, so that's why it's different. And we also want to define what body dysmorphia is. So it's also known as BDD, and it's a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in one's appearance, and it could be your face, your hair, your skin, stomach, um, etc., And it's not the same thing as an eating disorder, but it could lead to one. And I think it's important to note that it's a mental illness, but it also has lasting physical damage to your body. Uh, Body dysmorphia, um, it affects both women and men. Um, The flaw, it can be minor, like with your hair or like even as small as like a beauty mark on your face. Um, And it can be even imagined. Um, but this person might spend all of their time trying to fix it through, like, cosmetics, exercise, um, and a lot more, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you, 
can also be constantly checking the mirror or feeling embarrassed about it and avoiding social situations as well. Um, and you're also constantly comparing yourself to others, which is not healthy, as you probably know from any any si- any siblings can attest to that. Um, comparing <laughs> yourself to um, other people, d- d- it doesn't end well. And it doesn't end well for anybody with body dysmorphia either. So, yeah. I also want to mention the fact that there is another one that targets um, more specifically men. And it's, um, I think it's muscle dysmorphia, if I'm not mistaken. I think Um, so. Yeah. And that one, it's like, from what I remember, we went over this in middle school, but... um, it's where, like, you get the urge to continue working out. Even if you're, even if you are, like, the Hulk, you are ripping shirts with your muscles, you are continuously working out, trying to gain muscle and, like, eliminate fat and everything. And that also leads to, like, m- like damage all over your body. It's not good. Yeah. There are so many physical, like, even though working out can be like good for your body there is such a thing as overworking yourself Mm -hmm. and that is mainly the effect of muscle dysmorphia um i also might be wrong with this but i think that in middle school we learned that the people who have muscle dysmorphia they all like they want to keep working out so it also might lead to like to use of drugs because they want like their muscles to I think so too. I don't. That might be wrong. I don't remember a lot about it because we only talked about the two mainstream disorders, very like with like bulimia and anorexia. But I think it's important to mention the ones that target um, both genders because, Mm -hmm. like, they're not in this alone. We don't have to. Like it's not it's not just a girl's problem. That everyone is in this together. It's yeah. This affects men too. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Um. We also want to talk about like what we think factors into body dysmorphia and eating disorders. And definitely the first one I think could affect it a lot is social media because. I don't know, like, you're looking, you're const- if you're constantly scrolling through social media, you're going to see everyone's perfect body and, like, like them, tr- because social media is, like, a highlight reel, like I said, like I've said in a previous episode, and um, it's important to know, like, that can affect your emotional health, and since eating disorders are, like, a mental illness, that definitely affects it, so, yeah. Yeah what I like we were just talking about this before I hope we were um and um (laughs) it was like eating disorders are primarily mental um and then what comes after is the lasting physical effects because um it's you get your mind to work a certain way and then it's like here's what I have to do to carry out like whatever you've thought out in your brain um, like, I'm just going to use, like, a specific a specific example with, um, like, anorexia. Uh, we talked about how, like, if you view yourself as fat, you're, like, if you always view yourself as fat, um, but other people see you as thin, like, you're always going to um, try to 
think of ways to like counteract the I don't know how to say it, like, <laughs> um, like, you're always going to try to think of ways to lose weight and try to improve your body image, but in a way, like, it's never going to get better, like, if you continue to mm-hmm. think of yourself that way, um, and it's, like, it's all about the mental process with eating disorders, and it's, a lot of people think, like, okay, why can't, like, this, I want to talk about, like, a lot of people say, why can't you just make yourself eat? Like, it's it's a physical... Like, a lot of people who think that uh, eating disorders are primarily physical think that, oh, yeah, um, you can just make yourself eat and then everything will be fine. Or mm-hmm. you can block the facts that... Um, or, like, you can stop taking laxatives or uh, stop yourself from purging or whatever. Like, it's a choice to... Um, stop doing that like you can make physically make yourself but it's not because it's the mental you're not targeting the right um you're not targeting the right aspect of the mental disorder in order to treat it in a way i don't know if i like veered off i think but you know no i think you're like spot on because it is like it's in the mind like it's, I don't know. I don't know if this is the right way to phrase it, but it's kind of like a mental block in a way because other people, like you said, other people see you as thin, but you, if you keep seeing yourself like the same way, you're going to keep trying to change it. And probably, like, most likely, you're going to keep going like more extreme because it's not working like what I'm doing. So I have to do it more, which means like, oh, I have to starve myself more and things like that, which again will have lasting physical damage. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I just like with social media in particular, if you're, especially influencers who, um, who post pictures, like I just want to say, um, anybody who posts pictures on social media, a lot of that stuff is they're not posting the truth. Like there are filters and like, um enhancements that people do to the pictures to make it look better um it's not always gonna be a hundred percent like you're always gonna see someone at their quote-unquote best like you're you don't expect to see them posting pictures of themselves like um crying or like you know like just got out of bed because no one wakes up like that you know um Mm -hmm. it's Like, what you see on there should not affect how you view yourself because you're not seeing everything that's going on behind the scenes as well. So that's why I guess, like, if you if you come in viewing it as 100% true, then that's, like, that's what's going to feed into the mental disorder that, like, oh my god, these people are so perfect and I can never get there, because I'm always going to look like this, and then that's what starts the mental process, and then it's, like, you want to get, you want to get better, but it's, you're not doing it in the right way, in a sense. I don't want to offend anyone. Yeah, I feel like that applies to a lot of things, too, like, having to live up to societal standards of being perfect, Mm -hmm. like, in all ways, like, I feel like people think that social media is what defines, like, what it means to be beautiful but it's 
not like all the time like because people want to put their best self on there so that doesn't mean that they're gonna show their ugly sides I mean yeah ugly but I mean like their struggles yeah everyone has those um sides and that's why I say that like social media is not giving you the 100% truth because you're not seeing all those sides and you can't like if you've ever been subject to an eating disorder, it's not fair to yourself to judge um, your appearance based off of um, someone else's false one. Like, if you constantly judge yourself based off of something that isn't true, you're never gonna, like, you won't get anywhere. It's not, it's, it's not right for yourself. It's not fair to yourself. Like, you are beautiful yeah. the way you are. You don't have to change yourself to be something that you see that isn't, it isn't, like, true, <laughs> just to put it bluntly. Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone is, like, also, everyone is supposed to be different. Like, not everyone was supposed to be the same person. That's why, like, we all have our different, we all have our different things, mm-hmm. and that's what makes us special, so... And then also, and also, oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, another factor of body dysmorphia and eating disorders is pure values. Like I think it definitely matters. The people you hang around with are going to impact what you think of yourself, and that includes your body, for sure. So, yeah, yeah I've seen a lot of like I don't know if these were just like horror movies that are a teacher decided to show us in health class but um like not just with drugs and alcohol um and all that stuff but um your friends do have an impact on how you view yourself i personally can attest to that because a lot of like the people that i hang out with in my friend group they're like I I could ne- I could I literally could never be like them because they're all so like they're they're so pretty they're so like oh my god they're the, the energy that they give off it's just so they're they're so amazing it's relate. like I ca- I could never be like that and I um like sometimes I feel like when I shop um or like when I work out I feel like I have to be like somewhat similar to them just to like fit in because I feel left out some of the times but like I feel like we need to stop ourselves from doing that because I I pride myself in being a unique addition to the group I pride myself in being thick Nick Mm -hmm. you know um (laughs) I, I like you know it doesn't matter if you are skinny or a little curvy or um, you have terrible fashion taste. You probably don't. Like, if you have unique fashion taste, like, I applaud you. You don't look bad. You don't look like a repressed lesbian or anything. It's fine. It's totally great. But also, if repressed, if repressed lesbian is your style, then go ahead. I, I cannot, I cannot botch that for you. It's okay. Like, be who you want to be. It doesn't matter who the people in your friend group are. They're gonna love you regardless. You don't have to feel mm-hmm. like you need to um be exactly like them because honestly like who wants to see a group of people that are exactly the same like that's not interesting at all exactly be who you want to be yeah not this not to say that like it's it is hard trying to be yourself except like for me at least because (laughs) i feel like oh wow like look at them like that's so cool like i wish i could 
I could be like them because they just have like all of this cool stuff. They're so pretty and all of that. I'm just it just takes me some time to realize yeah. that I have my own strengths and my own talents and all of that. So for sure. Yeah. And sometimes like yes, it does take a while to realize that and you you might need a little hand holding sometimes and that's perfectly okay because you do need to realize that you are enough. You are, like, you being yourself. You don't have to be like everyone else. You can just be who you want to be, and that is enough. Like, the world will accept you. We will accept you. No one, and also, no one has to accept you. You have to accept you. Like, you were the only judge mm-hmm. of yourself. I'm sure you've heard that a lot growing up with, like, academics and everything, but this this applies to, like, uh, yeah, Everything. like like how you value yourself too, like your own self-worth. No one has you shouldn't go around looking for everyone's approval. Like it doesn't really matter what everyone else thinks. If you like like I said, if you want to dress up like a repressed lesbian, you can. I don't like who am I to, who am I to say anything? You I don't you don't have to seek my approval. You don't have to seek Amrita's approval. You don't have to seek anyone's well, maybe your parents' approval because you are living under their roof. But like um anyone else like you don't have to live up to the expectations of other people be yourself be who you want to be love your body yeah that's yes um also i think i thought this meant a little something a little different before but also cultural environment like the i don't know if i would say like your family exactly because they can, like, they definitely can impact, like, the way you eat and all of that, but I was thinking more, like, I don't know how to say it, like, well, to put it broadly, like, your culture, <laughs> like, maybe, like, I don't know how to put it, like, where you come from, your heritage, like, I know a lot of people say, yeah. like, um, I don't know, like, in our, co- like, in our culture, it's weird superstit. there are weird superstitions, like, oh my god, you can't eat this on this day, otherwise, like, you'll, like, turn into the moon or something, um, and, like, it's, it's so weird, but, like, even if you do have certain restrictions in your culture, um, obviously, like, if, if you do have those, yes, follow them but don't do it to the point where like it messes with yourself like you shouldn't you should always think of yourself in a positive light like if i'm trying to think of an example from our culture but um this is like totally unrelated to how you how you should feel about your body but um like in our culture like women cannot enter the temple during like their menstrual cycles because it's like bad luck or something and i personally like um like i feel really disappointed when that happens because it's a part of my body and it's it's natural like what did i do to control it mm-hmm. yeah like i can't do anything about it so <sighs> like i like uh just as an example in that like in when i went to india two years ago i couldn't see one of our gurus because i was on like i i had my menstrual menstrual cycle and like it was really disappointing because i didn't control it it's a part of my body it's a bodily function and like i know you can't help hating on your body sometimes but like it's some parts of your culture just kind of make you feel like you're not 
competent or you were like you did something wrong to provoke mm-hmm. um like like you just did something wrong and you were like you might be like you might like you feel like you might be excluded because you have something and I also wanted to bring up like this is not the same thing as like the cultural environment but when you go visit like anyone or even if you're just like seeing someone on tv or something like people commonly say like oh she or she or he they gained weight or they look skinnier or like in why like in our culture especially people commenting on it is just like (laughs) i will tell you when we go to any family gatherings it's like oh my god auntie moo moo she gained weight like what happened there like it's like it's a bad thing like it's okay for people to gain weight it happens like oh my god she got skinny what happened there like like i don't like the negativity that sometimes worms its way into our culture specifically i'm not sure about other cultures i'm sure like everyone else probably has their own experiences with this but um like I've seen it firsthand, and I'm, like, I'm always sitting in the back going, like, what? Like, what, like, what does it matter to you? Yeah. If they want to be lazy, and, like, if why... they want to be skinny, it, who cares? Leave them alone. <laughs> like, why do you feel the need to comment on, like, someone else's body? Because, like, you don't even know, like, what's going on with their mm-hmm. own body. Like, they're the ones who know what's going on, and... I just feel like when people comment on that, I'm like, I'm just sitting in the back, like, why? Like, why do you feel the need? And it sounds like it's in a negative way. Like, I just don't get it. That personally makes me feel a little bit like, oh, I didn't know, like, you saw things that way. Like, Mm -hmm. so I feel like that definitely contributes to eating disorders and stuff like that. Yeah, I, like, especially, like, I've seen it firsthand way too many times, and I'm always sitting here, like, like, and I'm just, like, it, like, I don't want to target this group of people specifically, but my culture and my people, a lot of us are very nosy. We, we get into, like, a lot of people's business a lot, and we, like, make assumptions, and we tell other people, like, oh my god, this happened, and then we turn around and say, oh my god, you're not supposed to gossip about this stuff, but we're literally doing it, and that's what I hate. Um, like, the cultural environment, like, like, the rumor mill continues to go around, and then it, like, messes with other people's heads, and I can tell you it's not a very fun thing, like, are like if some auntie says something about you and you hear about it it's like it hurts because they're your family and like well maybe not your like blood related family but like if they were at a family gathering then they're obviously important enough to like you know be like they're yeah. obviously important to you like if someone like if an auntie says something to you like about that stuff then you are going to feel a little hurt like this summer um, people told me, oh, you gained weight. And I was like, yeah, I stopped doing a sport. What do you expect? Like, I'm going to gain weight because I'm not <laughs> working out as much and I'm not eating um, like I used to. So it's like there are different lifestyle changes. You shouldn't comment on someone's weight just because, like, you see something. Um, it's not your business, frankly. And you don't know what's going on behind and- the scenes. So. Yeah, and also, I think that it, it, like, 
when someone says something about your body, it kind of hurts a little more because your body is like a personal thing, like your voice or like, so just your body in general, like it's not saying, saying, like commenting on someone else's body isn't just like, oh, it's not like commenting on like a TV show or like a character or something. It's like actually like a person, like a person with a mind, with feelings, with a heart. Yeah. Like, and oh my yeah. god, you don't know how many times like I've went on this like a mental spiral because someone said something to me like that. Like, oh my god, I like, like yeah, me too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you felt it firsthand as well. Like, oh my god, she just told me I gained weight. Like, what does it look like? Like, am I fat? Am I? Should I like cut down my diet? Should I like start eating better? Should I start working out more? Um, am I gonna be like, uh, who's gonna like me? Um, are my friends gonna have a problem with, like, it's just, it gets to be so ridiculous that, like, it's not yeah. good. Like, if, and if you are on the <laughs> other side of these mental split, like, if you are the person commenting on someone else's body, just don't do it. Because you, like, it, you'll, you'll feel, if you are a human being, you will feel guilty about the fact that you just, like, think about, think about what you're yeah. saying. Like, it's... <sighs> Uh, it just makes you feel yeah. icky inside when someone tells you something like that and it's not good mm-hmm. okay okay so we we want to talk about some common misconceptions about eating disorders so i think we talked about this in like the first episode about like homework and like sleep and all that but you should not be glamorizing the symptoms or like the effects of an eating disorder like you shouldn't be going around being like, oh, I didn't, I haven't ate, like, in a week, like, that's not good, like, you need to be taking care of yourself, because food, like, you just, in order to live, you need to eat, and you need to drink water, and all of that, so it's not, you shouldn't be like, oh, wow, like, okay, she looks like that, because she didn't eat in a week, I guess I should do that, too, no, like, no, like, I, yeah, to... I agree. Like, by saying all that stuff, like, you're also affecting other people, too. And then it's, like, you're pulling people into, like, yeah. the vicious cycle of um, eating disorders. And that's not good. Um, and, like, I don't, I, like, I, I don't think you should feel like, um, like, oh, yeah, you're privileged and stuff. Like, you have to eat. Like, it shouldn't, like... Yes, you are privileged, and you, like, you should eat, but it should be for Mm -hmm. yourself, um, and you should do it to feel good. I mean, like, who doesn't want to eat food? I mean, food's great. Um, like, I mean, uh, (laughs) like, some people might not have the same opinion, and like, okay, if you're dieting, I understand, but food is a necessary staple in our lives, and you need to have it to remain healthy, because, um, like, if you're not if you're not eating healthy then it affects other aspects of your life it affects like your sleep schedule i'm pretty sure it affects your performance in school um and Mm -hmm. it's going to it's going to have other lasting physical effects on your body like you're going to start losing hair your skin is going to start like i'm pretty sure it gets flaky or something like that but you're not helping yourself by glamorizing the effects of um an eating disorder or like you're not helping you're not helping or glamorizing or you shouldn't be glamorizing the fact that you have not eaten yeah like that's bottom line 
even though like even though you might be like struggling internally like you just you don't want to encourage it for other people either like yeah and also another one would be that being skinny doesn't mean like you have to starve yourself like people might be skinny because they have different metabolisms like they have a different diet like not everyone eats the same thing every day and um it's just the being skinny is not like it's not something you need to starve yourself for and because food is important like we said and yeah yeah i definitely <laughs> I have to say I definitely agree um a lot of like i have a friend uh i'm not gonna say who but um they like to flaunt the fact that they're skinny and stuff and um me and my other friend like we're not as fortunate um on the um so, like on that end uh but the reason that she's skinny is because she has a fast metabolism and she doesn't eat um as regularly or as much as we do and like that's okay you don't have to eat like uh you don't have to eat certain amounts to feel like full i mean you have like just do it till you feel good um mm -hmm. Yeah, like, everyone's yeah. different. And, like, you, like, you also shouldn't flaunt the fact that you're skinny for different reasons because then other people feel like they have to adapt to your reasons. But, like you said, like, we're all different. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to, um, like, I, for one, like, this one summer, because uh, I realized that, oh, my God, you have to have a fast metabolism to be skinny. That's what I thought. Um, like, uh, this one summer I started drinking green tea, like, so I was I was having so many cups of green tea. It, it probably considered unhealthy, um, just to speed up my metabolism. It was not good. Um, you shouldn't try to like counteract um the uh yeah the natural, natural process of process. your body. It's not good. Um, and like you just have to accept the fact that you like you are who you are, like the way that your body works. Um. You can find ways around that to, um, like, get the, like, figure that you desire, but that doesn't mean you have to, like, binge and purge, um, and then, um, like, starve yourself to be skinny. It's, yeah. And then also, um, like... We, we also talked about this before, uh, genetics. I, we've had a little bit of an argument about this one because we don't really understand. <laughs> like, we did, we did our research, okay? We are not, per, like, first-hand um, survivors of um, EDs, but, uh, like, we did our research and we've, I don't know, we've come across some controversy on that part. Like, I personally don't think that... Um, eating disorders can be passed through like tr like family traits or like genes like down the line because um eating disorders like we said are primarily mental and they're going to affect you mentally before they affect you physically mm -hmm. so unless like depression and anxiety can be um like passed down through the family which i'm pretty sure that those are like mostly affected by what's around you um unless those can be passed down through uh genes and like 
like if they can be passed if if they're hereditary um traits then i don't think that like eating disorders can necessarily be passed down too because they're also primarily mental and i know that sometimes there are mental disorders um that can be passed down through um the family like uh schizophrenia i know that that's their um alzheimer's um and like dementia and all that stuff i'm pretty sure those can be passed down through um like uh family traits but these i like if they're primarily mental and they're and we like we mentioned that body dysmorphia um like your body image what you how you view your body is going to lead into those eating disorders i feel like because of that also it's going to be something that's effect something that happens it's an effect of what's going on around you and how you've been treated throughout life not because of like if your mom had it or if your dad had it like it doesn't i don't think it's genetic <laughs> yeah yeah i get that but like i would also need to do like a more research into it because i was just unsure but one thing for sure i think is that the physical effects that it has on like you when you go through an eating disorder and like if you don't take care of yourself and then you have like and then you have like a child I think that could affect Definitely. them with the physical part of it because like you you didn't take care of yourself like you had a lack of nutrients and all that that's definitely going to affect your baby. yeah like if you've had so I'm not sure about like other things yeah but, like anorexia if you yeah. aren't getting the um like if you aren't if you weigh like 50 pounds and you're not it like if you're not in your weight range at all then that's going to be like really taxing on your baby if you're if you are pregnant um because your baby yeah. also like you need to eat if you are pregnant because you are eating for two people and um the like Mm-hmm. the food that you eat it's gonna go through we learned this in health it's gonna go through the placenta it's gonna like give the baby all the nutrients and it's gonna be happy you know like it's going yeah. to affect your baby you'll probably have a miscarriage possibly if you don't eat because the baby is like it just frankly it's not going to be able to survive if you're not yeah. eating like your body's defenses are gonna p- yeah. protect you first and then the baby sadly um well i mean not sadly but like um like you get what i mean yeah um yeah like there's a direct link between you and your baby so you would need to eat and get those nutrients for both of you and yeah and another thing that i want to bring up is that being beautiful doesn't mean you have to be skinny and Another disclaimer with that is that it's not like skinny people aren't beautiful because every body is beautiful. But if you're starving yourself to be skinny and not being healthy about it and you're not feeling good, like that's not that's not good. You're not doing good for yourself. You're just I mean, I'm just going to say like you're ruining your body um, because if you don't take care of it, it's not going to treat you very well and yeah we've heard the metaphor yeah. like your body is a temple um and if you don't take care of it it's going yeah. to like it's going to shut down necessarily like uh i don't want to i don't want to like <laughs> don't quote me on that i mean like like it just the fact that like if you don't if you don't 
take care of your body. It's going to, like, bite you in the... Like, you're going to feel... It's not going it's not to work, gonna well. work well. Yeah, that's just bottom line. Yeah. Um, but, like... You... Uh, being beautiful means that you have to, like, not only do you have to, like, view yourself as, like, like, you view yourself as adequate, like, that's, that's good, yes, but also you have to feel good, too, like, it's just, being beautiful doesn't mean that you, like, you have to be skinny, you have to look appealing to the rest of society, you need to feel good in your own skin, and you need to feel, like, you are enough for yourself. Yeah. Like, it's not just about society standards, even though I know, like, sometimes I feel like, oh, I wish I could just fit in sometimes, you know, have that perfect body. But going, if, you, if, if you're if you trying to do that by, like, hurting your body, like, that's detrimental, and that's going to hurt you more in the long run. And I'm run, sure that, sure. like, a lot of people, like, the people around you also are going to have, um... Like, they're going to feel the effects of it, too. Like, if I had an eating disorder, I'm sure, like, my friends would yeah. be, like, worried about me at, at the very least. Um, and they'd be concerned for my well-being because they care about me. Um, <laughs> Amrita cares about me. She wants me to be... Yeah, she wants me to <laughs> be do. Uh, the best I can be for myself. And I want her to be the best she can be for herself. Like, we don't seek each other's approval Although sometimes, like, we honor each other's approval, um, like, we will take it. We will accept the fact that, like, we approve each other, um, like, through things that we did or things that we accomplished. Yeah, but we, like, what we think about ourselves, like, that's something personal. We don't need, we don't need to seek approval from other people. We, we just need to feel beautiful. That's, that, that is what being healthy is. Mm -hmm. and um i okay so this is it just came to my mind it's a little unrelated maybe but when i'm scrolling through social media and people are like putting up those really positive posts about body image i'm like wow yeah that's awesome like yeah everybody's beautiful and then i go to the comment section and i'm scrolling through and it's like <laughs> like people are like oh but what about when like they're actually like unhealthy and all of that, like, that doesn't mean, like, I don't know, like, what do you think about, like, what do you think about that? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, people try to say that, oh, yeah, but they're not necessarily healthy. Like, oh, they need to like, lose weight and they need like, to. Like, for example, like, like the, uh, okay, so the thing with, like, Lizzo and, like, Jillian Michaels, especially, like, that, like, the fact that um Lizzo was telling people, like, like be confident about who you are and like be confident in your body um yeah it's a very Which great, is a message. great message um, and then jillian michaels was like yeah. no you shouldn't be saying that because everyone needs to get healthy um and like work out uh and um like better their like physical health and not like i get that but you should not be body shaming people like if you should not be promoting obesity, yes, but you should not be promoting, like, the fact that people need to get skinny either. Like, there's a fine line yeah. between, but like, 
body yeah. image and then also like um he- like get healthy like you know mm-hmm. but like what really bothers me is that without even knowing something about someone people are like oh but they need to work out with like not even knowing what what their body is going through like if i don't i don't know if i'm phrasing this right but like you don't know what someone else someone else is going through with their body like they know so like assuming everything about it is not good like that you can't just yeah like body shaming is not good like you can't just assume you can't just assume yeah everything. and the fact that like so. like yeah like i people should be confident about their bodies um and like yes we need to promote health but like you should be confident about your body and then also want to get healthy as well like um you should want to do it for yourself not for the fact that like your body isn't Mm -hmm. adequate enough for like society i think that's a big part of like feeling good versus like wanting to look good yeah so another thing is that um people think that eating disorders are a choice when they're not like because it's a mental illness like it's not it's not a choice like i don't know what else yeah it is a choice like but you don't ask for like who would ask for the fact that like oh i want like the like you would compulsively like starve um, or, like, compulsively, tr- like, make yourself throw up because, like, who who wants to do that? It's not fun. It's not good on your body. Like, you don't feel good. Uh, even though you might try, like, you- you'll convince yourself in the end, like, oh, yeah, it's so that I feel good. Um, but, like, no one wants to starve themselves or, like, continuously work out just to, like, get the body that they just... Des- like it's all the like the end effects that kind of appeal to them um and that's why like like i said it's like a certain mental process like once you're once you have like like the bdd like body dysmorphia disorder um once that gets into your head and you get like a clear image of like who you want to be then um, like, it can be good, and, so, like, I'm not saying that body dysmorphia is good, but, like, the fact that you, like, know who you want to be, like, that's okay, but make sure that you're doing it, like, in healthy ways, um, but, like, the fact that, yeah, like, like, just, if you have a mental illness, you can't control it, just want to say that, because it's other people feeding mm-hmm. into your, and- um, mental, like, processes and like that's how you think that's how society's made you to be no one is like you're not making yourself throw up or well i mean like you're not making yourself um like starve yourself to like you don't want to do this to your body it's it's the end effects it's like what like it's your one track mind that's what it's telling you to do no one chooses this it's not a choice yeah and also like we said before like people usually people who are going through eating disorders like they don't recognize the seriousness of the situation like they may be like doing very bad things to their body they're like they like you said they have a very clear end result in mind which is why they're like they don't recognize like what they're actually doing to their body and how it could be yeah detrimental. no one has no one has like and so 
no one's thinking, oh my god, yeah, I'm probably ruining, like, my, like, the mucus lining in my esophagus or anything, but, like, it's cool, you know, I, I burn a throat, I burn a hole in my throat, it's fine. No, that's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about, I will have a perfect body if I continue to binge and purge. That is what they think. That's not, like, yeah. it's not like, oh my god, like, I can just, oh, I, I need to stop burning a hole in my esophagus, like, that's fine. Um, like, I, I'll do that immediately. No, that's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about, no, this is what I need to do to get a perfect body. I'm not going to stop. And then that's why, like, the mental pro- like the mental process and the mental, like, like, you get one track mind and that's what happens. It's not you choosing anything. Um, like, you're not choosing the effects on your body. Um, so eating this, it's important to note that eating disorders affect both boys and girls. Um, a statistic would be that 0.3 to 0.4% of women and 0.1% of men will suffer from anorexia nervosa at any given time. And that's about 1 million men. And that's according to the National Eating Disorders Association. And I think that it's just so ingrained in societies. well, yeah, in, in societal standards that only women suffer from and like eating disorders. And that's just not true. Like, I feel like that's also related to how men shouldn't cry. Like, the, why? Like, it's it just because, like, regardless of your gender or sex, like, everyone goes through different mental problems and, eat, like, eating disorders or just, like, I, even just, like, a general fact yeah, that the, boys can like, be sad, too. I feel like, like ever since, like, the beginning of time, like, there's been a lot of stigma around, like, oh my god, men are, like, like the primal cavemen, like, they're supposed to be tough, they're supposed to provide for their family, they, they're supposed to have no emotion whatsoever, they're the comforter, like, they're, uh, like they're they're supposed to be the uh, shoulder that women can cry on or whatever, um, like the stereotype that we've built. But they're like they're not like men can men have feelings. They can show them. They can express them. Um, mm-hmm. And like there's there's just been a lot of stigma around the fact that like men like men aren't affected by society as like hard as women have i guess in a sense like and then that's why like we've said cultural environment peer values and like social media those all affect eating disorders like that doesn't mean that men are like they have like a barrier or something that like protects them from all this stuff they're seeing it too they know what's going on um and it, it affects them too like Maybe, okay, sometimes women can be a little bit more vulnerable to these things because, um, like, they were brought up differently, maybe, um, but also, like, what what is stopping men from having the same experience? Like, they're, like, they can be vulnerable, too. They can express themselves, too. They can be subject to, um, all this stuff as well. It doesn't matter yeah. who, like, what gender you are. You, like, everyone has their own experiences, yeah, you're like your what feelings you feel are valid, and um, there's just been so much like stereotyping going on that like men just like they aren't subject to this, and that's not true. Um, and I feel like that like we've lost. <laughs> I I've heard the phrase like boys will be boys, but 
like no boys are just boy like boys mm-hmm. will be what boys are told to be in society and yeah. i like that's not it's not okay they like if you were a boy and you were listening to this don't listen to anyone else like you be who you want to be don't listen to like what like express your feelings yeah. ex- like if you're happy express that if you're sad you can cry it doesn't matter we're not gonna laugh at you or anything it's um yeah. i just it i don't understand people are i don't get it like <sighs> yeah <laughs> yeah so kind of moving on to some like personal experiences i know for me i've never been through an ED or anything like that but I know that sometimes I struggle with body image and thinking that like I have to be perfect because that's what I see everywhere like on social media or something especially in this time because like I don't even go outside because of COVID I only see what I see on social media and TV and all that and that's I just sometimes I feel some some days are better than others and I, sometimes you just have to remember like to be positive yeah, sitting behind the screen definitely affects our feelings a lot more and like how we think about ourselves um because like what we see on the screen is literally all we're forced to see um and i just think that yeah. like it's important to set some time aside from the screen and make sure that you love yourself um make sure that you know that you are you are worth it and you don't have to please society especially now like i can tell you that half the time we are in class i have like pajama bottoms on i like i just got out of bed it like and <laughs> i look same. fine like it doesn't matter like even if i didn't look fine who cares we're on a screen like no one no one like no one is going to look at you no one is going to make you feel like oh you need to like get up get dressed like it's like you're offending people with your appearance like who cares do what you want also also like we we kind of learn this in class but like i don't want to say her name or anything but um this teacher like told us that you don't usually go around school like with a mirror like all the time like you don't usually see yourself on the screen like it's like there aren't constantly mirrors around you so i feel like that also kind of makes it a, a little yeah. worse because you're constantly looking at yourself and i know you can do like the hide self view but um then i'm also like but wait i want to know like what i'm doing and just making sure that everything looks right but just have to realize that usually if you just went if you were going outside you wouldn't usually have mirrors all yeah and like like, i don't know i don't know if this has happened to you before but it's it's so funny sometimes like in middle school i used to have like i had really dry skin like i would never put moisturizer on it was it was a task let me (laughs) tell you my mother had to like tackle me to the ground and get me to apply stuff it was so funny um and i just think like like, I would be through halfway throughout the day, and someone would be like, there's something on your face. And I'd be like, really? I didn't even notice. Like, there's, like, what? And, like, now it's like you're constantly fixing your hair, you're, like, checking to see if there's anything on you, um, and you just, like, want to make sure that you look good. But yeah. I feel like we just, like, didn't have those problems when we were in school. Like, I, I personally did not care until I got to, like, the end of the day. 
I did. I was like, like, I will look in the mirror and be like, oh my god, people let me, like, Mm -hmm. let me go around school looking like that. Like, what is that? And, like, I'll just move on. Like, it doesn't matter because the day's done. And who cared? No one cared. No one cared enough to tell me. So, I mean, it's not important. Yeah. I also feel like people are a lot more focused on themselves and, like, it might sound a little cruel, actually, but, like, I feel like it is kind of a fact that people are more worried about themselves and, like, worried about what's going on around them sometimes. So, like, they're not really worried about what you look like. Like, they're more worried about what they look like. Yeah, so that's, that's also something that... I remember that in, like, middle school yeah. we were all, when we were doing... We mentioned the meditation thing, I think, a couple episodes ago, but, um, like, no one is going to look yeah. at you because they're too busy worrying about themselves. Like, it's... You don't have to, like... You're not going to look stupid in front of everyone. Do what you want to do. It's okay. No, like, everyone's going to be focused on themselves. They're going to be making sure that they don't look stupid. And they're not going to be looking at you. No one is judging you. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So, just a reminder that all bodies are beautiful and all of your feelings are valid. And you should never feel left out because of how you look or how you feel because everyone matters and everyone's feelings matter yeah definitely and um i know that like a lot of people go around and say like oh yeah i have like body dysmorphia disorder like bdd or whatever i have like anorexia because like i like you try to starve yourself or something um if you do do that like don't go around saying it one Um, and also, like, self-diagnosis is, like, it's not a good thing, but also if you, like, it can, it can be to determine, like, the fact that you need further help. So if you do feel like that you are going through something like this, please reach out to an actual, like, official, um, because self-diagnosis is, like, it's not going to help you if you're just sitting there, like, telling everyone that you're, um, that you don't feel good, um make sure that you use that self-diagnosis or like the fact that you've acknowledged those symptoms to go and contact um a doctor or um like a psychologist or someone that can help you um through what like whatever you're going through if you ever need any help at all and need to need professional help or anything like that um you can go to nationaleatingdisorders.org and you can select the chat option and that's open from Monday to Thursday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also call at 800-931-2237. That's open from Monday to Thursday, 11 a.m. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you ever need anything, you can go there. And then there's also text on... You can text 800-931-2237. They have pilot hours from Monday through Thursday um, at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, And there are standard text messaging rates, which may apply. So just watch out for that. Um, Make sure that if you ever need anything, please do not hesitate to reach out. Like we said, um, contact us contact the national eating disorders.org um any professional adult as well if you need help um because it's always important to reach out yes if you ever need it 
So now hopefully you've had some nice catharsis, education, or just a great time listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for joining us. Remember to join us next week, because even if you have no therapist, it's no problem. Thank you.